Hello everyone to a very special episode of Manage Wealth with me Divya Tosniyal. Today we have double the conversation, double the information on equities, market, finance, wealth management, insurance and many more. Let's welcome with a round of applause our guests of honor, Harshad Patel, Vice President and Chief Investment Officer, Tata Life Insurance Company Limited and Rahul Singh, Chief Investment Officer, Tata Mutual Fund. Hello. Hi. Thank you for coming. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. Thank you so much for coming. So my first question to you Rahul. So the COVID pandemic has stalled the income of many individuals and the SMEs. So has that reduced the amount of their SIP contribution? Has that impacted their ability to save or has it led to more redemption of the mutual fund? I think initially there was an impact in the first wave, first five, four, four or five months. Uh, there was a little bit of, you know, everyone was wanting to conserve capital for their business, for their households. But later on, as the savings improved, at least for the, let's say, the working class, not so much for the SME or not so much for the small business owners, I think they continued to remain impacted. And we saw uh, some redemptions from that segment. But when you look at the salaried class and the blue collar, white collar salaried class, I think there they realize after three or four months that the savings are increasing. And that led to a significant uh, increase in the SIP flows after, let's say, four or five months of, uh, let's say, taking assessment, making assessment of where their finances are and so on. So it's a very, um, it's a very mixed kind of an answer. Uh, but that is, that was a reality that we saw a K-shaped recovery, like we all know it, that there was one class of people who saved a lot because their spending came down, travel came down, uh, savings increased, even for corporates, yes. even for big corporates. Yes. And there the, the uh, inflows into the mutual funds or investments increased, whereas there was a segment which is the SME, the informal sector, um, you know, the migrant workers in the urban areas, where I think the pain continues and even till now, uh, the pain is continuing because we are seeing that rural markets are not doing as well as the urban markets and that is coming from there. So Harshad, have you seen any change in the life insurance buying of the products and what kind of trends or what kind of product trends are we looking into life insurance? Uh, so although the awareness about our term uh, product increased, particularly term product and in general about uh, life insurance product, the awareness increased. But what happened is during the early part of the pandemic, People were reluctant to step out and do the medical test, hmm. and hence that the was a yeah, hence the growth rate of the industry was impacted earlier. Subsequently, as things opened up, people stepped out for for the medicals, and the growth rate uh, resumed. Coming to the savings product, as Raul said, uh, it was a K-shaped recovery, and oh, some also. segment of the uh, population were saving much more uh, in the work from uh, home environment. So, uh, money was flowing into ULIPS and other savings products. Also, the central bank cut policy rate drastically. So, interest rate in the economy came down. On that backdrop, our non-par products, which were offering relatively better tax-free return, picked up. So, overall, the growth for life insurance sector was better than most of the other sectors. But continuing with that, uh, we generally see people, common man, making a lot of mistakes as in said, investing when the market is at the peak and then uh, redeeming it out when they see that the bottom support has been reached, fearing that they may fall further or there is a free fall beyond that point. 
For example, now also if the Sensex went up to, Nifty went up to 18,000 points and then it took a support here at 15,300, then 700. So the panic is always in a reverse action. Otherwise, it would have been different. So what is your advice to the consumers there? How to stick to three, these situations in such scenarios? See, greed and fear are uh, essential parts of the market. That is how uh, you make money. Uh, when there is fear, you know, you, you're not as fearful as the rest of the market. And when the market is in a greed mode, then you're not as greedy as the rest of the market. You have to be greedy and fearful also. You cannot say that I'm, I'll be uh, only greedy when everyone is fearful. So you have to weigh your bets. So I think the model which as an individual investor uh, can have is to uh, have a core holding of let's say whatever companies he likes, whatever type of companies he likes and then always be very disciplined about valuations and you know booking profit at the right time because if you keep doing that you don't have the regret. What about that focus where people talk about directly investing into the mutual funds as in a regular uh, direct fund or a regular plan? So when it is through a regular, of course, you have professionals in the middle, but when you're doing it directly, then you need to have professionals in your company to be able to do it. So what is it that you want to put on it? Yes, I think you've touched a very important point, which is a very live point today that uh, I think all the investors are asking about becoming more uh, directly responsible and investing directly so that you know they you save on the uh, expense ratio a little mm. bit but i think what happens is that uh, when you do that you are not getting proper advice in terms of what should be your asset allocation for example how much should be equity how much should be debt just talking sticking to mutual funds right mm. now um, obviously insurance is over and above that and within equities how much should be large cap mid cap small cap thematic funds small cap funds and based on your needs and your risk profile, what should is what should be the ideal mix of uh, these products? Uh, I think we don't get they don't get advice. So there are people who um, are good at doing it themselves. Mm. You know they have done it uh, all these years. Uh, they are very confident and they are, they understand their own risk profile, their own needs much better. But there are you know that would be ten percent of the total people. Uh, and those 10% are the ones which are converting from regular to direct schemes. Okay. I don't think the the need for the remaining 90% people to go through a advisor is has gone away. In fact, okay. it is only increased because the way the global markets are today in terms of the interest rate movements, in terms of the risk of recession, uh, in terms of the impact it will have on various sectors and Indian Indian companies as well, you need someone to be on top of it. So now considering maybe mutual fund, whether it is mutual fund or life insurance, uh, what is the key to compounding the money for a new entrepreneur or maybe someone who's a new saver, just earning his first pocket of salary? So how does an early saving impact in either of these fields? to the compounding effect of their entire corpus by the time they reach the retirement. So maybe, Harshad, how do you want to... Starting early is the key. Yes. Because if you start early, what happens is the, you unleash the power of compounding early and uh, your investments can grow over long term because you have significant time to retire. Secondly, what happens is when you invest early and you have you're young, you have more years, you can have higher allocation to riskier assets. Riskier, when I mean, I, I mean equity or equity related assets. 
where your expected return is higher and hence your overall portfolio will grow at a much uh, higher rate of uh, return than otherwise it would grow when you are uh, older. So you can achieve your financial goals much earlier or your retirement corpus could be much higher if you start early. So yeah. starting early is a… So starting early definitely is a must for every portfolio or every individual who has been earning. So, but then for those, uh, Rahul, for those people who may have missed the bus early towards the retirement planning, how do they build up the corpus towards retirement planning? What is a fast track method no, or ninja are, growth hack kind of thing? There are no fast tracks, uh, unfortunately, but there is never too late also okay. uh, at the same time. So, the typical formula is that if you are, you know, 30 years old, then 70% should be in equity. I mean, 100 minus 30, those normal formulas are there, but it also depends on your risk appetite. If someone is uh, late to answer your question, uh, how depends on how late, but I would say that he should definitely ha start with categories which dynamically change the equity debt allocation, like the balanced advantage fund I mentioned, um, and also have, uh, you know, use that to compensate for the time which you might have missed out. Because if you try to do equity debt yourself and you try to make up for the lost time by putting equity higher permanently, you might end up doing more damage than uh, good. So therefore, you need a little bit of, uh, you know, sensible approach even while you're trying to create your retirement corpus. So let's say you start at 40, then, you know, you, you, you have to follow, uh, still follow the same rules. Uh, and try and take advantage through categories like balanced advantage fund if you want to really try and create some catch-up. But, you know, there's no substitute for starting early. So, of course, uh, we also advise people to uh, start early as soon as they can when they have lesser responsibility and more time frame to reach the same goal. Right, and it's all about trying to beat inflation. You have to remember that uh, people should not only look at earning 20-25% return CAGR throughout their life. It's also about how much you are able to beat the inflation because you have to maintain your quality of life. After a certain age, your objective should be to be able to beat inflation. Let's say inflation is say 5-6% normalized, 4-5%. Yeah. You should be able to generate 8%, 9%. So you're comfortably, uh, you know, adding to your wealth, beating inflation and making sure that your quality of life is only going to improve and it's not going to suffer. So given that, that both of you are the chief investment officers of good reputed houses, so the viewers are very curious to understand and know how does your personal portfolio look like? Harshad, to you. So um, actually, uh, when I started investing, luckily I started in an investment uh, company. So I started investing with my first salary. That, that point of time, uh, my allocation was skewed towards equity. Now, subsequently, I, as uh, I grow older, I shift my allocation towards fixed income as well. And uh, as Rahul had said earlier, we follow that uh, basic uh, principle that 100 minus your age should be allocation to equity. And I continue with that. Okay. But basically, I allocate my uh, investment through mutual fund and insurance companies only. I don't do any direct investment as such. So, Harshad. People know, common man knows about the term insurance and investment into market. What are the other kind of investment opportunities or the insurance products available with the life insurance sector? So, there are bouquets of products that we offer. 
but uh, I would highlight one uh, product which is good for investors point of view and it is very less understood which is non-par. Now what non-par does is it assures you tax free return for long term that is 25 to 50 years and sometimes even whole, whole of life. Okay. And it also on top of the, that, top of that provides you term insurance. This assurance is not only on the premium that you have already paid but also on the premiums that you are going to pay in the future for multiple years. So next 15 to 20 years, whatever premium that you are going to pay, you are getting, you are locking in the assured return on them. So uh, it's a very good product for uh, investors. Now uh, you will say, why should people invest now as rates are going up? But if you read uh, most of the economists, you would know that RBI has already started hiking and most of the economists expect that by the end of this year, most of the hike would be behind us. If you look at the yield curve, government security yield curve, it is pretty steep. That means, and it shows that uh, the GSECs are pricing in more rate hikes than the economists are expecting. So GSEC yield curve will top out much before the uh, policy rates top out. So this is the right time to lock in your uh, rate of interest, rate of interest as of now for not only on the premium that you pay this year but also the premium that you will pay for next uh, so many years and this is tax free return and guaranteed upfront. So it's a very good product and I think uh, people should invest uh, between 15 to 20 percent of their wealth in this product uh, to give stability to your overall Portfolio. So there is no redeployment risk and it is not affected by the ups and downs of the interest rate in our economy at all. Policyholders are clearly not affected by this and the insurance company actually they cover this risk through uh, stripping the bond, uh, buying partly paid bonds and we have uh, forwarded agreements with different banks where we cover this interest rate risk. Yeah, so that was the one you mentioned how we are focusing on avenues or how are we covering this rate of interest. That was a big concern or many people wanted to know about this. So thanks for that answer. Yeah, so rest assured we are covering this entire risk. So they don't need to be worried about the risk. So Rahul, have you planned for your retirement how to stay active and occupied financially also? So as fund managers, uh, you know Warren Buffet is still active. Yes. So I don't intend to retire anytime soon, no. but uh, at least, uh, you know, once you cross 65, 70 years of age, then you have the corpus. As I said, then beating the inflation becomes the primary objective. And that is where the allocation is going. Like Harshad was mentioning, uh, you know, how you keep changing your allocation as your age uh, goes up. Uh, and then that's, that's how you kind of make sure that you have enough corpus to meet the goals of your children. Uh, who are still uh, not reached uh, a stage where they are independent and then beyond that to maintain your quality of life. These are the two simple things in life. I would add here yes. that retirement planning at whatever age is about uh, achieving or planning for your financial freedom. That is financial freedom is I don't have to worry about working to earn to meet my annual expenses. So uh, just a, a ballpark here that if your annual expense is X, if you have 25 to 30 times uh, this amount saved in your retirement corpus, then it takes care of your future expenses and as well as the inflation 
that will eat into these expenses. So each year you consume 4% of this corpus and the balanced corpus keeps on growing to beat inflation. That's very super, you know. So, yeah. but then what is your mantra to stay secured? Be financially uh, secure, you need one, a term cover, second, a health cover, and then this uh, investment portfolio, which is 25 to 30 times your annual expenses, that will take care of your financial needs. Okay. So, Rahul, what is your approach on this? Very similar, very similar, like I said, uh, financial freedom, which is basically not worrying about uh, spending, spending time on yourself rather than spending time to earn for someone else. Uh, I think that is the simple, like one line kind of goal one should have for retirement. Thank you for sharing ideas from your enormous experience. Now we come to the most interesting and concluding part of the whole episode, the rapid fire round. Are you both ready for it? Yes. Okay. Let's go. Rahul, what do you prefer most, soft note or pen and paper? Pen and paper, definitely. Pen and paper. Pen and paper. Harshad, what does a festival mean to you? Celebration or a simple holiday? Celebration in the traditional way. What about you? Celebration, I think. Festival has to be celebration. Rahul, a movie date or a dinner date with your partner? Dinner date, because then you can look at each other. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite interesting. Okay. Harshad, next question for you. What would you consider to be your greatest achievement? Can I think launching the um, hedging solution for the insurance industry, I'll uh, consider that as my best achievement. Okay. okay. What about you, Rahul? I think just being uh, here where I am today, uh, because of all the work we've done, my parents have done, uh, my family has support, been supporting, that's the greatest achievement rather than, you know, one thing I can't, I can't really highlight one thing uh, for that. So, Rahul, is there any song you love or listen to most? Pass, because then you'll ask me to sing, so I'll pass that. <laughs> I'll also pass. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So, Harshad, something you enjoy doing and wish you had more time for that? I enjoyed uh, teaching my children, so okay. I wish I had more time to That's that. a very sweet answer. What about you? Photography. I don't get enough time for that, but I really want to take it okay. to the next level okay, so that's and learn your more about it. You yes. love photography. Yeah. What attracts you the most in a person while you photograph? While I photograph? I photograph wildlife mostly. Okay. So it's not a person, it's okay. an animal. But I think animals are very honest. Mm. And that honesty is the best thing uh, I like in okay. any person. So, uh, yeah, I would say honesty. And what about you, Harshad? I would also go with honesty, sir. Okay, so now some more simpler questions. Desi khana or fine dining? Desi khana. You? Short term or long term? Long term. Long term. Of course. <laughs> Treadmill or a laughter club? Treadmill. Treadmill. Okay. And the last book which you have read? I read Harish Bhatt's uh, The Tata Stories. That was very good. Yeah. Even I, that was my last book also. Okay. What about you? I read uh, Fooled by Randomness by Talib, which is okay. really uh, brings you down to a very normal level when you read that book. So, Harshad, do you believe in a second chance? Yeah, of course. Each one should get a second chance. And what about you? Yes, of course. Our profession, uh, we take second chances with both hands <laughs> and, and do try and do better in the second chance if you make mistake in the first chance. 
So the last question to you, Rahul. So people or process? People, I think. What about you? People the key, but there should be processes. Yeah. I mean, process cannot be ignored, but people have to be. I think your balance fund had a lot of impact on him. Balancing <laughs> <off. laughs> so with this, we finish our rapid fire round. Thank you. So I would like to thank you for coming to our show. So our with this, I really want to thanks. Thank you. thank you so much for taking out time. Thank Clearly you so much. Pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. I hope you both enjoyed as much as I viewers did. Definitely. It was yeah. good fun. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.